everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures. Uh, tonight, as we had posted up on the page there, we're going to be talking a little bit about trail foods. What to bring, what not to bring, what we like, what we don't like. So we brought some stuff with us. Uh, hopefully we can chat a little bit, give you a little insight to what we do when we're on the um, on the trail or in the bush. And I'm just going to move that over a little bit. There we go. And uh, yeah, so that's the plan for tonight. So Ben, starting off right away, what's some of the good things you like to take on the trail or into the bush with you? Um, well, I, I like to take things that are kind of lightweight and quick and easy to eat. And, and one of my favorites, just because it's kind of time consuming, but enjoyable is sunflower seeds. Now I find them darn near addictive. <laughs> I uh, completely agree. Once you start, you can't stop. So, so that's probably like, just walking along that's that's kind of my go-to i have a pocket full of sunflower seeds and i'll just oh i don't know i must have hovered over your window my apologies uh, yeah so I'll, I'll carry something like that uh cliff bars are i'll turn around stuff like that are, are pretty well a an easy quick thing to keep in your pocket um, um things like that anything light relatively high, high calorie compact and minimal waste work to, to make it on the trails is what I, I look for, for for your day's traveling foods, which is uh, I think we're more or less concentrating on, and, and dehydrated foods to some degree today. Uh, how, how about yourself? What are your like go-to foods? Um, well, I wasn't even thinking about sunflower seeds until you mentioned it. Now I actually want some because I do get addicted to them. Like you said, it's... It is the darndest thing. There you You'll... go. Just grab you. Yeah, there you go. I'll try and grab them right through the screen. But yeah, it's uh, sunflower seeds. Um, something like this. I'll buy these mixed nuts when they go on sale, and I'll bag them up and take with me, and I'll talk about that a little later. But uh, a thing that I'm really bad for, in all honesty, is jerky. I love jerky when I'm out in the woods. I take it as uh, a protein supplement when I'm going. I eat it down the trail. I probably have way too much of it than I actually should when I'm out in the woods. But I generally try to get uh, good jerky, quote-unquote, if there is such a thing. <laughs> I try to get, like, homemade stuff. Uh, one of the local stores here, the Crossroads at Thorburn, there's actually a fellow that does up jerky and brings into the store for resale. Uh, he's covered under some sort of license there. I can't remember what it is, but anyway, that's something else. I try to buy that or I make my own. So yeah, jerky for me is a big one or the nuts and of course, sunflower seeds and all their goodness. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, like, I mean, that, that that's, um, the trail foods. If I'm walking around, uh, getting to where I want to go, or just out for an exploration. Even when I'm on the four-wheeler or something like that, I'll tend to bring something like that just so I can stop, pop the helmet off, pop a few seeds in or a piece of jerky. And it just keeps, as you said, the calories up, keeps a little energy in you. That makes you feel better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also carry a fair bit of jerky. I make my own jerky, usually. Um, and it's it's quick enough and easy enough to do. And anyone wants to do it, there's plenty of instructions on that. And YouTube and, and 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 other places, but it's 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 fairly simple to do. Um, marinating it is the big part. I find getting a good flavor into it, and then just either do it with the oven. I think most people say keep the oven open and a low yeah, temperature or a dehydrator. Correct. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that's a great one, and and I I probably along the same lines. I, you can't imagine how much meat you're actually eating because. 
It goes down to like almost one fifth the weight, right? Oh, it's absolutely insane when you start dehydrating stuff, how much you put in and you're thinking, oh, great, I'm going to get so much stuff out of this. Then you end up with a handful. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, Uh, I see exactly. I agree with you. One thing I can mention on the jerky, um, and this is my own personal experience, is if you are wanting to attempt jerky, as Ben said, go online, YouTube, Google, Nova Scotia Bushcraft, any of those places, and talk to people about what they use for their marinades and stuff. If you run out and buy one of those jerky packs like I did when I first tried, they are so salty. Like it's like chewing on a block of salt. That's meat flavored, I guess is the easiest way to describe it. It is, it's edible, but just barely like, I I don't like salt, I guess. So that's the big thing, but uh, yeah, definitely go online and look at your marinades and stuff like that. You'll get stuff that tastes so much better. Not that I'm knocking them, just that they tend to be sodium heavy. Yeah. I, I, I tend to love salty things and and I, I've eaten so many sunflower seeds that I've actually started to find myself get like jittery. if, If that's the right word, like, yeah, it's hard to describe. But I definitely know that at some point I need to consume a lot more more water to sort of combat that. Uh, Have you ever that's... seen the canned jerky, Ben? It used to come in a little plastic dish, and I looked all around to see if I could. It was like powdered jerky in a plastic tin. It almost looked like chewing tobacco. I used to take it in the woods when I did uh, some wood stuff there with Natural Resources and a few other places. And everybody was like, you're chewing tobacco? And I'm like, no, man, it's jerky. And I'd be eating it. And it was just horrendously salty, but delicious. I can't say I've ever seen that. I'll see if I can find that can and I'll bring it up in a later episode. I, I can, It just popped into my head now. And I'm like, I wonder, uh, I wonder if you could still buy that stuff. I'll see if I can track some down and I'll send you some. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> slightly off topic. So, yeah, that, that those are some of the trailish things. Um but I, I think, for me anyway, one of the main things I want to talk about during this show was how to regulate your food if you're going out for a trip or what you should take with you if you're going for an extended uh, extended stay. And by extended stay, I mean at least one to two nights. Or yeah. plus, I mean, you're not just going out for a day hike. Because, I mean, a day hike, I, I'll say, quote unquote, it's easy to prepare for because you're only going for a day. You pack some water, you pack a few snacks, you're good to go. Everybody has their personal preferences, and we can talk all day about what's good and bad about that. But if you're going into the woods, I'm sure you've found things that work better for you taking into the woods that save you a little time, weight, and give you the benefit of that weight to, or sorry, that um, pro-con scenario. It's worth yeah. the weight to take in for the extra, in my instance, I base it on like calorie intake and sometimes just straight up flavor, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we tend to have a bag of food and we've d- tried to d- divvy it up into meals in little Ziploc bags. I don't know, do you so- do something fairly similar? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... so- We'll, we'll ration it all out and more or less and we always take way too much I, I mean I I'll always take extra because I'm always thinking what if I get stuck out an extra night than I planned what if something goes wrong what if I'm a lot hungrier than I thought I would be and I always come back with way more food than I probably should you know what that's, that's not a bad thing as you said what happens no. if something goes wrong 
And yeah. a, a point you made that I really liked was you portion your food up. Um, that was something I was going to mention, but seeing you did, I'll just add on to it. What I like to do in the woods if I go out for any amount of time is I portion my food for the day because otherwise I'm a terrible snacker and I will just blow through my food. No, I mean, it's, you can laugh and it is kind of funny, but it's totally true. Like I will literally portion out, say, okay, this bag is for Monday. This bag is for Tuesday. And I mean, then I'll have miscellaneous foods as well that I can just snack on. I usually blow through them on Monday, but I, I definitely try and keep my specifics, like my solid foods portioned out for the day. So I don't go over. Yeah. And, and, and I laugh because I've watched a lot of like through hikers and stuff like uh, videos and stuff. And I've talked to a lot of people and I, I find most people do something very similar. If you don't have it more or less pre predetermined what you're going to eat each day, you do tend to blow through food a lot earlier or, or, or take way, way too much. And it's, it's the best way I think to regulate what you're going to eat and kind of think about it. Is this enough for a day? Approximately how many calories is this? Things like that, and I mean, not everyone counts calories. I, I I didn't up until more recently, and but I always tried to say, okay, I'm going to have a meal for breakfast. I'm going to have a lunch. I'm going to have a supper, and I'm going to have probably a couple snacks. And then before I go to bed, I'll probably have something there for me, especially when I'm on the go for the day. And, and I'm sure yours break down somewhat similarly. Oh, very similar. Like uh, you said about calorie count, and believe that's basically how I base my food is. Depending on where I'm going, what time of year, and what I expect to be doing, I try to pre-plan my f- meals uh, based on the calorie intake. And, of course, the, the subcategory to that would be its tastes and packability and things. But the main thing I'm looking to get out if I'm going any length of time is the calories, especially for the first couple of days if I plan on hiking in somewhere or doing a lot of active work like gathering firewood or building a shelter. Uh, for those days, like, if I was going for a week, my first two days, I'd probably plan on about 5,000 calories a day, which sounds astronomical until you're basically working right from the time you get out of your vehicle or walk into the woods, whatever the case may be, until you're laying down. And if you're doing nothing but running around gathering wood and setting up a tent or a hammock or a tarp, building a fire, getting your stuff set up, you'd be surprised how fast you can blow through calories and how hungry you will get. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is true. I mean... And, and it all depends on your diet and your, your personal preferences and how you work and, and all that. But yes, figure out. It's really important to figure out what you normally eat and know that when you're spending a day in the woods, you're probably going to consume more calories than a day at home working around a house or just at, at a, especially for us with like desk jobs, what you do just, you know, at the desk. Now, if you're always doing heavy construction work or, or labor work, then calorie take probably won't change much in the woods no and that that's funny you mentioned that i was just thinking in the back of my head when i worked for dnr my daily intake for calories because i was quite hard on calorie counting was about 3500 calories a day that was just a normal day so i had 1500 calories going to the wood really wasn't that much but now that i'm doing a desk job as you said my calorie intake has dropped to about 22 to 2,500 calories a day. It should be lower than that, but, I mean, that's realistically what I'm hitting. I should be shooting for around, like, 2,000 to 2,200, but, you know, I love snacks. <laughs> hey, whatever makes you happy, right? Yeah. Well, it makes me happy, but it has on. We only get to live this life once. That's true. I agree with that 100%. It's really hard to turn down that nice piece of cake thinking, geez, I might not come around again. <laughs> you know what? I'm not so bad with the sweets, believe it or not. I'm bad for sandwiches. And if you ask Mel, she will tell you I will make a sandwich out of anything. 
So for instance, I ate a few too, cal- too many calories at work. Tonight I had lettuce sandwiches because I don't like eating straight salad. So I, I, I do wraps. I just took a handful of salad, plunked it on a tortilla and wrapped it up. And that's, that was my supper. Like that's a, a sandwich. Every, a sandwich is just so efficient to me. <laughs> That that is true. I spent some time at the reserves, and about for years, and it's only fairly recently I've kind of broken a habit. I learned that the quickest, best way to get food in you was was through the sandwich method. See, I'm so not whatever crazy. food we had, I got two slices of bread, slapped it in there, and I was able to kind of carry that around. It was something that you didn't need a plate for anymore, and you could do, you know, kind of eat on the go. And breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, supper sandwiches. It was it was my method, my See, goat. You understand exactly what I'm talking about. It's just efficient. Everybody makes fun of me for it, but everything is more efficient. You can eat it faster and on the go on a sandwich. I kid you not, go home and try it for those of you that are listening. Or if you are home, just go make a sandwich. (laughs) Anyway, digressed again. Uh, So let's talk about some of the actual foods you take for a day there. Ben, do you... um, what would be your loadout, for instance, for a three-day trip? Or I'm just grabbing numbers. What would you take for a, a an extended stay trip? Um, so I got a bit of a list here. We've and this is constantly changing. I mean, I, I every time we go because we we've changed our diet and stuff. But every every time we go, we we kind of look at foods we've really enjoyed. But I got some ones here that we found were were pretty good. We we often have bought the Mountain House dehydrated meals. Those are, those are pretty good to throw in a pack. Uh, Lipton Sidekicks, there's a lot of them that can take just water. And like a can of tuna. If I was down to the States, I'd be getting the little envelopes of, of tuna. You, oh, you yeah, see I've, see, I've seen those in uh, MREs. I haven't seen yeah. the the actual packages of them. I heard people talk about them like yourself, but I have seen them in MREs. Yeah, so that, that's something we take. A lot of uh, pepperoni, especially if we go to the store, look for the ones that say no refrigeration required. Little pepperette sticks, beef jerky, dried fruits, cho- some kind of chocolate, little chocolate bars. Uh, use, usually, I used to keep some candy, um, something that won't melt or whatever. Mm. Trail mix. Now, I got a, a couple of notes here. Costco, and if you want to make your own, Bulk Burn is a, is a, is a Bulk Burn is your friend if you're going in the woods. I agree with Ben. Listen to that man; he knows what he's talking about. Uh, yeah, you, you can mix and match whatever you want in there. It's, it's great. Um, granola bars, nuts and seeds in general. Uh, the other one that I've really taken a liking to lately is uh, cheese, baby bells. How do those hold up in the woods? I've often thought about taking cheese with me, but often avoided it due to I figured it would sweat. Well, it's wrapped in its own wax. Okay. I've never had baby bells, believe it or not. Never had them. Yeah. They're a little expensive, but it's it's mozzarella, gouda, cheddar. There's a bunch of flavors you can get. They're all wrapped in their own wax, which, uh, honestly, I get way too much fun out of playing with the wax after I take it off. <laughs> Ball it up. I've made little fish lures out of them, stuck hooks in them, th- casted them out. I've, I've played with them. Anyways, it's great. You can throw it in your fire, help it get going. So it's it's great little thing. There's very little waste. It's it's fairly clean. So it's 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 a fun thing to do. Um, things like that. Uh, the last few years, or last year, when we went, we actually took Caesar salads, and we would go down to Sobeys or Superstore, and they sell the little uh, dressing packets. I think you think of the ones at the time, but when you buy the... Like inside the salad bags, you mean? Like the little packages? Yeah, well, 
when you buy the store bots out, they got little tiny envelope. I don't know it's like fifty milliliters of, of Caesar dressing or whatever. Yeah. But there's all kinds of dressings. I you can buy them. I think they'll sell them to you for fifty cents or a dollar a piece. It's, but they're individual sizes, so they're perfect. Take a little container, put your, your salad stuff in. For us it was like spinach and stuff, and just throw that in there, take your dressing. Uh, bacon bits because they really don't require much refrigeration and uh, uh, parmesan cheese and that that was a, a go-to meal for us quite a bit this year so I mean that's the type of stuff that sits in my pack uh, you can crush it down pretty pretty compactly and, and, and get you through the day um, but honestly my, my calorie count came, came for the last year has been significantly lower um and and that's got to change again now. I'm I'm at a point where I'm I don't want to lose much more weight, so I'm going to be looking at maintaining. So now I'm going up. So I have to recalculate everything I did before for 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 the the new trips. But that that's a, a list of things that I often take. There's I'm sure there's a thousand things more that I like to take. Um, and that's but. fair. And if you're wondering why I'm giggling, I just seen uh, Randall there say he was just in time for the bacon and cheese conversation. <laughs> Good time to come in, Randall. Good time. You can never go wrong with bacon or cheese. Oh, man. I was on the um, topic of bacon. Have you ever brought the Ready Crisp bacon with you into the woods? Yes. That stuff is a godsend, man. I just got hooked on it for the first time like last year. Uh, For anybody that doesn't know, you can go into your local supermarket and you pick up these boxes of bacon. Yes, box of bacon. It's pre-cooked. You don't find it in the bacon aisle. Usually, like I found it in Walmart at the end of the... I think it was the soft drink aisle for whatever reason, yes. but anyway, it, it, it comes. Nope, sorry, go ahead. It doesn't need to be refrigerated. Yeah, not at all. And it keeps for um, as long as it's under 29 degrees Celsius, you can store it at room temperature. Uh, but once you open it, they say to refrigerate and eat within seven days. But honestly, I've extended that. I probably pushed the limits of this, but uh, I can I can say after two days, I had no ill effects yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, we we took that our last trip. That was a, a great thing to throw on, and I think that was kind of my breakfast. Actually, I had that, and uh, well, a no an oatmeal su- substitute is what we took last year, and that was, you know, a couple slices of bacon and some oatmeal. That makes a great breakfast. You're you're going to leave happy. Throw, oh, for sure. Throw a cup of tea or your coffee with that, and you're nice and warm and comfortable for the morning and ready to, to hit the day. Oh, a hundred percent guarantee, or a hundred percent agree with you. Um, so anyway, yeah, some of the things I take into the trail is uh, a lot of the same things you mentioned. The only thing I'd add on to that is at the bottom of my bag, regardless if I'm going in for an hour or a week, I always tend to uh, – I own a vacuum sealer too along with the dehydrator. And I will vacuum seal my own kind of emergency meal. Uh, I don't want to call it a MRE or meal ready to eat for anybody that was wondering what that's actually – supposed to be i think that's what it is maybe i'm yeah. talking out of line um i can, but I, I can get it to you if you want yeah maybe uh but are do you have a military mre or a civilian mre because let's not get you in trouble <laughs> it's it's a military one it's from the surplus a buddy of mine brought it to me i'll, I'll, I'll grab it okay so while he, uh, Ben's grabbing that, guys, something I keep at the very bottom of my bag, like I said, if I go for an hour or a week, I keep a couple things vacuum sealed. I've opened the vacuum sealed bag just so I can show you guys. Uh, as Ben said, one cup of oatmeal, 
I like a cup of plain white rice or uh, brown rice or any kind of rice, but this is not the minute rice. This is real rice, quote unquote. I'll keep some crackers, peanut butter. Peanut butter is good in protein. Crackers are just a good filler. Little packets of soy sauce. Oh, sorry. There's the MRE that Ben's holding up there. That's a salmon MRE. Lunch, supper. But yeah, so inside that bag, for anybody that's never seen an MRE, um, it's is yours. Do you have to boil yours, or does yours come with the the heater? Little foil packs you got to drop in into boiling water. It doesn't have the heaters. Okay, so the one he has, it's it's literally a little foil bag, and uh, you would have to have a pot and you boil water and you set them in, and that it heats them. It doesn't rehydrate them. They're fully hydrated in there. You do get juice mixes and stuff, but it heats up the the meal inside. There are other MREs which I was taught. Uh, why I asked Ben, they come with their own little heater and it's a lot like those pop snap uh, hand warmers, but they get much hotter and you just shove the bag inside one of those and that heats it up. Same idea. You just don't have to boil water. They're made for climates that maybe potentially don't have the water around them. Um, so sorry. The other things I keep in my bag in this vacuum sealed thing is a couple things of hot chocolate. I'm not big on hard chocolate unless I keep a, take a craving on it, but chocolate's uh, a really good thing to get uh, to drink or eat it gives you a big boost of energy but don't let it fool you it's a very fleeting energy you're great for about an hour and then it dies out really fast so just be weary of that that's one thing i've learned and the last thing i would keep in there is what i actually call a drink kit and in my drink kit i have a couple different types of teas in this one i got green tea i got some orange pico tea there's another hot chocolate in there and for anybody that likes coffee if you take it with milk and cream Go into Walmart, Sobeys, or anything, and check these little suckers out. They are absolutely, uh, it might be backwards in my camera, I can't tell. Is that right side up or inside out for you? It's right side up, but uh, mirror image. Okay. So anyway, anybody that can read backwards, uh, they're Nescafe Sweet and Creamy Original coffee mixes and it comes with your coffee your cream and your sugar in it if you like your coffee with cream and sugar those things are absolutely great you just pour a cup of water dump it in stir it up man you got bang on coffee i like the coffee presses we've talked about uh mark young he's done some great reviews on coffee presses and stuff like that and they are delicious you can't beat a coffee press cup of coffee but if you're going for a week seven of these if you drink one cup a day in the morning is way lighter and takes up less space in the pack and that's just a personal opinion for me i'm not knocking mark in any way shape or form but yeah that i would take all these items and i have them in a bag just like this which is fairly big but i can vacuum seal that down to uh probably smaller than what you see there it's about two hand widths and just uh maybe just two hand was thick because i really crunch it down with the pressure and that goes in the bottom of all my bags and what i base that off of is that should get me three days I won't eat well, but I won't starve to death. That gives me three breakfasts and three whoppers, which is kind of late supper in my terms. Uh, that gives me like a rice and a soy sauce. And it sounds gross, but you can mix peanut butter in with rice, and that will give you a good starch intake, lots of calories, and a protein. Doesn't taste the best, but once again, if something goes sideways, you're not really living in luxury anymore. Now you're just trying to get by until somebody finds you. And you'd be surprised what you would do. Oh yeah, I've heard of people mixing uh, honey and peanut butter as a and putting it in like a little tube as a, an energy boost. Yeah, or you can mix it in with your uh, oats and your trail mix, and it makes an energy bar. I've seen yeah. lots of people do that. I've tried that myself too. Drizzle a little chocolate on it, man. They are delicious, but time consuming. So I'm lazy and I eat everything individually. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, there's a couple other things I want to touch on. Things I haven't tried, but I've, I've heard that are, are, are awesome. It's like spaghetti dehydrated. Now, it's something that's been on my list to try for years. Have you tried this? I have uh, once unsuccessfully. There yeah. is kind of a method to dehydrating spaghetti that I was unaware of. And, uh, yeah, so when we say dehydrate, I'm sure everybody knows what a dehydrator is. But, for instance, uh, Ben and I grabbed our dehydrators. This was just a Walmart purchase. Very similar. Um, so, anyway, your items would go inside a dehydrator much like that. There's different rings to it. You put them inside. You snap it on. Um, Ben's there is just on off. It's preset. Mine's got some different temperature settings. If you're getting adventurous, mine is usually maxed out because I am not adventurous and you just leave it for a really long time. And it literally just dries all the water up out of what you're, you got in there and it shrinks the weight down and allows you to take it. And you can either rehydrate it in the woods for the soup mixes and spaghetti that Ben's talking about, or you can just eat it dehydrated like apples. I used to do apple slices and just dehydrate. And then I'd take those with me as my fruit offset and I love them or ginger root. Another good one. Uh, sorry. Anyway, uh, I kind of stole your thunder there for two seconds, but no, I have not successfully done the dehydrated spaghetti though. I am going to try it again. Yeah. My understanding was you dehydrate the, um, you cook the noodles and dehydrate them. You cook the sauce and dehydrate it. And then you do the meat separate. You cook the meat and dehydrate that. So it's all, and then you can sort of mix them all in one bag and when it rehydrates, it'll all be good. But I seem to remember hearing that if you try to do it all at once, it just doesn't quite work. And I'm not uh, sure why. And I can vouch for that because that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I just cooked up spaghetti. I had some leftover spaghetti. I was like, ah, I'm going to throw that in the dehydrator. Uh, it does not work. It does not work. It comes out hard and it doesn't rehydrate properly. And I was worried the meat didn't dehydrate as well as the rest of the stuff if it did. So I ended up turfing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I mentioned this last time, and I think I sent you a picture you could throw up, but it's it's a Brody XXX. Um, yeah, so this is available at Sobe Superstore, but I've been using it as like a, a bannock mix. It's all pre-mixed. There's the baking soda and all that's pre in it. You just add a little bit of water until it's about the consistency of uh, that you'd, you'd expect, sort of near a Play-Doh, maybe a little bit wetter. And you can just, I've, I've literally put it on top of a piece of wood near the fire and, and tell it, toast it up and it's you got to play with it to get the time right but it's a great little thing for to make like bread on the go doesn't weigh much i pre-mix it in a, or pre-measure it up in little ziploc bags um, and with that if you have a bit of butter to throw on top of it it's it's a pretty good little snack at, at in the night or in the morning if you want to get up early enough to do it so just to hit on that again ben you said you can literally like um cook that on a stick or on a rock beside the fire you don't have to have like a pan and oven situation no I, i've done it in the little like tin cans or like we were showing last time like I've, I've done it in the bottom one of these put like a maybe like an inch or so high and laid it on top of like a the fire pits at, at parks and stuff but i also went and i i cut a thin piece of, of board so when i was splitting my my logs i tried to cut one probably about a half inch thick and i just laid that sort of above and near the fire and angled it a little bit and just let the radiant heat hit it. Keep turning, turning it every now and then. Keep an eye on it, and uh, it cooked up pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, you can do it in a frying pan, like fry it up. 
better. I was just wondering that if it would fry up fairly nice. Uh, my wife's or my in-laws, I guess, my wife's mother and father, they do something called thingamajigs. And that's basically what it is. It's like bread dough, but fried. And yes. I was wondering how good that would come out. Yeah. And, and... Shocking. I'm a Newfoundland. There's a, a Newfoundland version of that, that, that. And there's a name on it. And I, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But yeah, fried bread, really good. Um, and, and I guess just something we could throw out there. I mean, if, you, if you've taken your cheese and stuff, you can throw on that, like the, the baby bells I mentioned earlier. But do you take, like I try to take a little thing of butter with me when I go. Do you take something similar to that? Um, perfectly Oil. honest, I don't take much butter. I take a little bit of lard just because yeah. it keeps. I use it for frying. Uh, for my breads and stuff like that, I generally go back to the peanut butter, honestly. It's not that I don't have a reason not to take butter. I just never really have. No real reason behind it. No, we we generally try to. A, a small container, relatively airtight. And uh, we we anything that could go bad we always like try to almost pre-freeze before we leave and mm. keep in a sort of uh a refrigerated bag somewhere in our gear um, i got a question for you ben just because i've never tried it and have you ever tried dehydrating like uh cooked chicken poultry fish anything like that i've only ever really used venison or beef i've never dehydrated any other meats what's your luck with those no i haven't really tried and and, and shockingly i mean i've made a lot of jerky on mine and i've done some fruits and stuff a few years ago but i always seem to think i'm too busy to do it and it really it's an excuse because you set it up and, and you walk away <laughs> you walk away like um it, it is a fun thing to do and i always think oh tomorrow i'm going to get around to doing that and and i haven't uh, i've heard that there's so much you can dehydrate and it's something i really want to get into more but I've had that dehydrator for years and haven't used it nearly as much as I should have. And same thing with me. But honestly, this year, uh, Melissa and I are planning to put in a nice big garden in our backyard. We don't use the backyard a whole lot. It's uh, the people that owned the house before us. There were some sort of horticulturists, and apparently the whole thing was a giant flower garden once upon a time. So we planted a small garden there the first year we lived here, and everything yeah. grew freakishly big. Like, we had peas that were six to eight inches long like they were just crazy big so we're just going to mow the whole backyard down we're going to turn it into a great big garden and i want to actually start dehydrating a lot of the vegetables and fruits just try and take on the trail and i'm going to experiment a little bit with that this year because i um i got the four-wheeler now as well and i plan to go deeper into the bush than i normally go most times i used to walk in and i mean yeah. uh anything past 10 kilometers just makes too long of a day right 10 kilometers was the max i would go most times it was like five but now that I got the four-wheeler, uh, I went with the neighbor. We were 70 kilometers into the woods. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to try doing some of that this year, too, doing some really nice deep wood stuff. Randall yeah. Graham, I've dried canned chicken. It works really well. So, Randall, is that like the canned flaked chicken? Or is there some other kind of canned chicken I should be aware of? I, I would imagine anything you could make as small as possible before you dehydrate would be more efficient. Yeah, and uh, that's why I was wondering if it was like the flaked chicken because I could see that actually being really good or the flaked turkey, flaked ham. I've never really thought about trying to dehydrate any of that. Yeah, no. But just kind of yeah. waiting to see if he writes back, but he hasn't caught up yet or he's not right there. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much it for me. Like when I go to go into the woods i try to take things that'll keep a long time are easy to pack fairly light 
and that that's where the dehydrator comes in because I mean that's exactly what it does. But yeah. uh, there are things I tend to avoid for what it's worth now, and I can already feel the eye rolling through the the video on this one. I don't like taking eggs. Lots of people say, oh, take eggs camp, and they're great. I tend not to take them only because the extra effort in trying to keep them from breaking doesn't weigh out for me. Now, if I'm just going to do, like, out-the-door vehicle camping, I'll take a carton of eggs with me. But if I'm going any distance into the woods, I generally avoid them just because I'm lazy by nature and I don't want to try and keep these things from breaking. I have tried the... Oh, there he goes. Yes, flaked and chunked like from Costco. Also traditional bottled chicken. I don't know what traditional bottled chicken is. Do you have any guesses there, Ben? Uh, no, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> okay, well, maybe Randall will enlighten us a little. I'm not sure what a bottled chicken is, but uh, for any of your bottled chicken concerns, please contact Randall. <laughs> Where was I, I? I do often take eggs. Eggs, I, there I, we go, sorry. And we, we mentioned it the, the last time, uh, I, but I did mention how I do it. I, I do try to buy eggs from a, a local person, uh, try not to get them from the, from the store that have never been in the fridge. I wrapped them in a paper towel and usually put them in a, in, a, in like a Rubbermaid container or a Ziploc container. Uh, and I've had very little problem. But I've also seen, and this this is actually quite easy to do, they have like the little milk cartons at uh, Sobeys and Superstore with omelets pre-made. Yep. The, those would take pretty good. But I don't know how long I trust them for. So it would definitely be like the first morning type meal. But it would be great because it, they are great because you can just open them up. They're sealed, relatively safe until you open them anyways. And you can have your little bowl, your frying pan or whatever, and pour them in, fry them up, and, and it's a good meal. Um, I'll have to try that. But, but for, you know, everyone has to find what works really well for them. What do you enjoy? What do you really want? What What's worth the effort? What's not worth the effort? Like, for me, something I love eating, I haven't eaten as much in the last while, but is chips, but I'd never take chips camping because... They make a good fire starter. They, well, they but I'm do. like you, I don't take chips either. <laughs> but they are a huge volume for a very little food. You know what I mean? Like, And you're trying not to bust the bag open, and if it is bust open and you try to pack it, you're really eating crumbs. Oh, for sure. So it's just not... To me, it hasn't been worth it. If I had to, I'd probably be looking for something like the uh, the Pringles. In the, the cans, cans. yeah, yeah, so they're relatively compact. Now but I have just... taken potatoes and sliced them thin and fried them and kind of made my own like kettle cooked chips. I guess that's oh, what yeah. they'd be considered. Put yeah. a little wire in, fry them up. Probably be a lot tastier with butter. Oh, everything's better with butter. <laughs> well, Although it's not any healthier. Don't get me wrong. Well, it depends on how you eat. Butter is really good in my diet. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, Randall did get back to us and he said it was pressure canned chicken. So okay. I think I know what he's talking about now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when I've taken potatoes, I've often had them pre-wrapped in uh, tin foil, and you can just throw them on, by the side of the fire, turn them a few times, and you can have a nice baked potato, something I'd, I'd always enjoy. Rices are real easy. Again, it's something I, I don't eat as much now, but any rices are really easy to take, and I find like they're dirt cheap. And you can get them flavored and stuff, so that's really good. Oh, for sure. Like, uh, while you were getting the MRE, I was talking about what I take in my bag, and it's oatmeal and rice because it's good yeah. emergency food. The proportions are the same. It's two to one, two parts water to one part either oatmeal or rice, and off yeah. you go. I mean, a, a third of a cup, 
makes you a meal if you throw a little bit of beef jerky in it and some uh, dehydrated veggies or something like that. Yeah, so it hits, like the things I've listed here is lightweight, compact, high calorie, it's something you can enjoy, and there's minimal waste slash garbage. Exactly. So it, it's kind of the perfect camping food for that sort of thing. Um, other foods that I don't, I try not to take anything that requires a lot of, of prep work or like, if you need to mix milk and yeah, add, very true. And a whole bunch of stuff to it. I don't tend to take that in the woods. I want things that are more or less simple, quick, easy. Um, and, and usually there is an alternative. Like if you want to take pancakes, pancakes actually travel quite well. You can buy the just have water pancakes. Yep. Flip, flip them up, especially if you got oil or lard or whatever. Fry them up, and, and that goes great. But things I don't take. There's a, I can't think of a list, but I mean, there's tons well, of things. I guess the things I would avoid for me, it's, uh, you kind of touched on it as well. I guess milk is another one I generally avoid just because it spoils quick. Yeah. Uh, and it tastes funky once it's warm, but eggs are were the big one that I thought of just because of the breaking hazard. And I'm not saying you can't take eggs for anybody listening by all means, take eggs. And something I was going to say on the eggs is I just watched a recipe the other day on how to dehydrate scrambled eggs. So I may be trying that this summer too. But I have a feeling they may come out, and I excuse the uh, the crude analogy here, but it's going to come out like snot. If you can read that, the Mountain House scrambled eggs. dehydrated scrambled egg with ham and Perfect. red peppers, red and green peppers. I've never and... tried those. Are those good? Like just the the those MRE pouches. Some of them are good. Some of them aren't. Um, I got a bit of a funny story with this one. Um, I, I actually enjoyed it. We, we went. My wife was pregnant at the time. She had it, it, it took on a very smoky taste over the fire, and it really struck her, and she she didn't seem to enjoy it as much. Um, but it, it, I wouldn't call it my favorite thing that I've, I've gotten from them. And the big thing with a lot of these, and I and I have this in my notes, is when you buy the, the pre-made mountain house ones or the alpine i think it's another company there's a bunch of them out there i don't find them very flavorful you really want to take your own little spice packets and we could do a whole show eventually on spices and stuff you can take condiments and stuff i had it bolded in my notes spices are your friends <laughs> yes and and that's especially true with the military ration packs and that was one of the first things they told told me in the reserves when I, I went in. My sergeant said, he said, go down to your your, your, your grocery store, your, your dollar store or something. And they sell the little um, bottle with like eight or nine spices all the way around it. You can do the different yep. corners. You I open. carry one in my bag. Yeah. And, and I think if you're going to have that kind of meals, like a lot of them are bland. That That is the biggest problem I have with them. If you make your own, you're going to have have more flavor because you're going to add stuff that you really like and if you're going to take something like those take something to, to enhance the flavor and, and it, it makes all the difference it really does um there was something that clicked in my head there for a second not to take and i've completely pushed it back <laughs> in. oh well oh oh and and this is this is one that it's, i'm really torn on i i really like like smoked fishes and stuff hmm. they last a fair long time but they really do smell and if you're worried about attracting animals 
that's something you want to be somewhat careful with if you're going to take because if you you cook up smoked fish warm it up over a fire you're going to smell that for miles i guarantee it and if you're worried about tracting bears and rodents and and other things that will probably bring them closer to your campsite Uh, it's not something i normally worry about but i do think about like smooth foods that carry an, an excess of smell might be something you want to tend to avoid or at least think about before you you take the other one that I hear about is bananas really apparently attract mosquitoes. That may be a myth, but I tend to believe it. You know what? No. The, uh, well, and it may be a myth, but I believe it as well because, funny enough, where I used to live is a spot called Marigamish, and I'm pretty sure Marigamish breeds the mosquitoes for the rest of the planet. So anytime anyone would come over, I'd always give them an, a banana for a snack. And I mean, this is cruel. This is really cruel. They'd be swatting at mosquitoes and I'd be standing there like, ah, things are good. But apparently it's the potassium in the bananas will seep to your skin and the mosquitoes are attracted to it. Now, that's what was told to me. Once again, might be a myth. I don't know. But they would get eaten by mosquitoes and I'd laugh my guts out. So, (laughs) but uh, yeah, that's that's just me and my cruel sense of humor sometimes. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> if I offer you a banana and we're in the woods, chances are I don't take the banana. <laughs> um, yeah, that's you didn't bring it in for you. <laughs> no, no, that's that's always my gift food. Uh, d- not to, I should say, dehydrated bananas are actually pretty good too for anybody that's out there listening. I do throw some in my trail mix. I do keep it down a little bit and just use it as a flavor additive specifically for the reason that Ben just mentioned about uh, the potential to attract mosquitoes, be it right, wrong, myth, not myth, don't know, but I take it to heart just as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't have many more things we need to hit on. Any, If there's anything you have to say, then... No, uh, we didn't go through it in the order I laid out, but we definitely hit all the things that I wanted to have. I had uh, foods to take on the trail, foods to avoid on the trail, come up with trail mix for the ironic name of it. And the big thing I want to talk about was dehydrated items and how to pack your meals in for the day, which we talked about in good detail. I think it was pretty good. Uh, if anybody else out there is listening and has some comments or some of the things you like to take on to the trail or some of the things that you don't like to take on the trail or basically anything along the topic that we just talked about here today, be sure to check us out on Facebook or on our website, AtlanticBushcraft.ca, and just let us know. We like to hear from you guys. Uh, it's supposed to be an interactive show. Randall, as always, comes on and gives us a few laughs. Um, Lewis... Whoa, Lewis, I'm not even going to attempt your last name there, dude. But, uh, hey, man, how's it going? And that's from Lieutenant Survival. Hey, Lewis. Yeah, sorry, man. I, I You want to attempt that last name, Ben? I, I don't really have it up. So okay. Uh, it's – you know what? I'm, Lewis, how's it going, buddy? But I'm not going to try that. I think it's – no. Nope, not even going to do it. I got a bad last name too, so I, I'm just going to avoid that one. But anyway, uh, yeah, so if anybody wants to comment on some of the stuff we've done, definitely look us up on our Facebook page. Look us up on our website. If you go to our website, you can hit all our major uh, methods of getting the podcast out as well as link back to our Facebook. You can get to the iTunes from there. You can get to Google Play from there. You can uh, get to – we actually have them available for download right off the website. I mean, it links back to our Facebook. It, it's got everything. Our YouTube channel, it's all on there. Uh, for anybody wondering, the videos I do re-upload to – okay. And Lewis also has the uh, 
Lieutenant Survival on YouTube. So everybody be sure to go and give a little poke to his site there as well. But yeah, anyway, main long story short, if you go to our website, it'll get you anything else. Uh, I do put the videos back up on YouTube. I put the audio on the website. The audio from the website goes out to all our major things there too. So once again, for anybody listening, the website is www.AtlanticBushcraft.ca. You don't have to worry about the forward slash podcast anymore. It automatically redirects it to you because eventually I'm thinking we may put some sort of a front page on there. I actually have to discuss that with you at some point. Also, something I have to discuss with Ben, but I'll give a little sneak peek, is I may have a few items for giveaways coming up in the possible future as well. So uh, we'll talk about how to roll some of that stuff out. Maybe you guys got some ideas and hopefully we'll get you some of you guys back and we can get you some of those giveaways out to somebody else. Uh, but yeah, anyway, foreshadowing way too much. That's it for me for tonight. Is there anything else you want to say, Ben? Uh, no, I think everything else will we'll catch up eventually. So uh, no, it sounds great. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what we got planned for future. I mean, it's... It's always exciting. Uh, everyone have a, a great weekend, and hopefully it should be good, to, starting to get really good to get out. So we should hear some stories maybe of, of people's trips and things they've done. I'm hoping to hear stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Once again, guys, please post up on our Facebook and stuff. We love to hear from you. It gives us a uh, – ooh, something just rolled up the screen. Uh, it gives us – ideas for topic or sorry it gives us ideas for topics to talk about we just we like the interaction if we see something that's posted up there we think it's interesting we'll mention it on a show so don't be don't be nervous don't be scared say what you want uh keep it pg at best we try to get away from the profanities or anything that's too racy politically incorrect things like that we try to keep it good clean fun for everyone that's kind of where we wanted to go with this so, yeah, hopefully we'll see you on the Facebook, on something. See you back here live. Hey, Dave. Uh, hey, Mom. Karen Dean, that's my mother for anybody that's wondering. Uh, yeah, so that's it for me. Sorry, stole your thunder again there, Ben. You want to say any final words? No, no, I'm good. Well, I'm trying to destroy my office. So I'm going to leave it there. Everybody, have a good night. Night. <laughs>